Welcome to another episode on Conversations with Christina. I'm so glad you can join for another episode. Today I'm going to be doing part two of Being Near, and this includes being known and being seen. So in the first part, we talked about approaching God and all that entailed. So you can go back and listen to part one if you have not already. Part two is going to be more continuing about how God approaches us. So join me on this journey. Welcome to part two of the Be Near series. So today we're going to be talking about how knowing that we are known and chosen is the foundation of everything. It's the foundation of how we function in our relationships and even in how um, it impacts our mission. If we don't have that foundation in place, it really impacts our confidence So our confidence in the presence of others comes from us feeling known. So we need to know that we are first known by God and he chooses to love us. From there, we're not going to be worrying about what other people are going to be thinking of us or even worrying about what to say or how people react to us, all of those kinds of things. So we don't have to strive to be known by others. So if you really trust um, God and will trust in his goodness, that it applies to every situation and that there's nothing we can do or say that will mess up his will for our lives. And so any good that we do or say ultimately shows his blessing on us through our obedience to him, ultimately giving God the glory that belongs to him. So ultimately, everything really comes down to confidence, um, just not even in ourselves, but just truly who we are. And out of that, we really need to have that foundation of knowing that we're God's first, that his opinion is the first that matters. And from there, we can really function more in a healthy way. So long before we approach the throne of God, like we talked about in part one, God knows us completely, as it says in 1 Corinthians 13, 12. The heart of what we're going to be talking about today really comes from the fact that nothing is hidden and we are fully seen by God. Because our natural instincts are the closer that people get to us, we just know that the closer they're going to get to be seeing our faults, our quirks, the things that we're very insecure about. And so the same thing could happen with God. As we get closer to God, there can be worries of, oh no, like, he really doesn't truly love me, maybe like he says he does, or I've done way too much wrong, or I've, like, I'm just not perfect enough, or I don't, like, have the desire to even seek God, and my priorities are all just messed up, so God, why would he want to speak to me? Why would he want to spend time with me? Why would he want to give me direction, or even give me the time of day, or does he really care about everything in my life? Those kind of things can pop up when there's insecurities, which comes from the foundation of not knowing that we're fully loved and fully seen. But the beauty is, my friends, (laughs) that we can't hide from God. 
Jonah tried to hide from God. If you don't know the story of Jonah, look it up in the Bible. It's a pretty short book in comparison. (laughs) Um, That guy tried to run from God, but he could not. And in the end, he knew that he was fully seen by God. And that helped him continue on the mission and the purpose that God gave him. Uh, But anyway... So we can't hide from God, nothing, every single part of us, every part of our heart, our thoughts, our intentions, our dreams, our hopes, the good and the bad parts, nothing is hidden from him. And that is a scary thought because most of us don't even know every single detail of all those things in the parts of us. And when we all of a sudden realize those parts of us that aren't so pretty, um, that can just make us feel very insecure and of course naturally want to just run away run away from the people getting closest to us so they don't have to come upon those things so with us naturally wanting to hide and leaving us basically terrified probably feeling condemned or shamed but it also means that we can't sabotage our relationship with God we can experience less than God's best in our relationship with him when we choose to hide but he won't run away or leave us because he knows and sees us we can't keep him pushed away because we can't and won't share our complete selves like we do with other people but he sees all of us every single part and yet he still draws near see we We've seen and probably experienced relationships where people um, just stopped wanting to be friends with us or broke off a relationship because we basically weren't fully accepted or it wasn't good enough. And we can still transfer that onto God sometimes. And from different levels, of course. But we need to be aware of that and fully accept that we're known, loved, every single part of us. So this relationship that God wants with us and the grace that he offers is based upon himself and his character, not ours. So there is a freedom and a deep breath of relief knowing that we can hide nothing. It's all out there and God still stays near. He knows the whole story. He understands our hearts and knows us completely because he made us as it talks about in Psalms 33, 15. I also think it's so cool in First Chronicles 28.9, it says, For the Lord searches every heart and understands every desire and every thought. Like, have you ever wondered sometimes, you have those moments where you're like, why did I say that? Why did I do that? I don't get it. And you know, that's usually when we're very out of touch with ourselves and don't realize too that like how we act and how we react a lot of times is through the filter of things that happened in the past. Um, I think we kind of talked about that in the last podcast, um, with guest Asia, um, about emotional health and all of that and how our past things can really affect, um, how we act presently and a lot of it subconsciously. And so God understands things we don't even completely understand. Like he sees our whole heart. He, he knows every single detail of our life. From the beginning of our life, every single part of our childhood that we might even have forgotten about. And he understands and he still doesn't run away. Like, that is mind-blowing. 
So what it really comes down to is that when we understand all that, that knowing that God loves and sees all of us, from there we can be loved, and from that we can love others way more fully and accept love from others. It's really hard to accept love from others fully when we don't even accept ourselves and all of us. And totally to come to have your come to Jesus moment, you need to realize that, yeah, we all are a mess <laughs> and we need a savior. Like, none of us are perfect. We all have our things. As much as some of us try to sweep it under the rug, God loves us enough not to let it stay under the rug. He calls us out. Everything is out there, as it says in Hebrews 4.13. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him, to whom we must give an account. So he does. He loves us enough not to let us off the hook. There's still consequences. And from that, we learn and we grow. He loves us enough to let us grow because he knows it's good for us. That's what builds character. That's who creates the people we are. So we have to acknowledge our mess, that there is a mess, that God sees our mess, that he wants to come in and clean up our mess and invites us into an amazing journey with him, living life with him. So we have to be able to accept his love first and know that we're loved, that we're worthy of love. And then from there, we can accept love from others and also wanting to love others back from knowing that we are loved. Um, so if we get what we need, which is love from God, then we're able to take the focus off of ourselves and be able to serve others more freely and in freedom. There's a saying that it's more that you're more blessed to give than to receive. And so when we have the focus off of ourselves, we're able to be able to give back to others. And from there, that is such a thriving life. Um, there's so much there's so much life-givingness in loving and serving others and being able to live in freedom. We are made to live and know and experience deep freedom, the freedom that was won and given for us. We are made to be truly present and free to serve others well and joyfully and to see others and love them because other people need to be seen. It's important to be seen and known and ultimately loved and accepted and feel valued and first, we need to know that God gives us the value. In the midst of social media and comparison culture, we're constantly tempted to question our value. And our value is not who we are physically. It's not what we have, what we look like. But it's because God gave us life. And he gave us unique, special gifting. He gave us value. We didn't become valuable. We were already made valuable. And we come to realize that we are valuable. But the thing is, we don't grow in value. We are already made fully valuable when God made us. And we have to accept our worth and the mission God has for us. He gave us each unique callings and giftings. And he wants us to fully realize them. He wants to speak to us. 
He wants to give us specific details, but first we need to know how fully loved and known we are. We need to have that foundation of being fully satisfied in Him, because from that we can live in that freedom that gives life to others. Free people, free people, and we know that the world needs more freedom and more people spreading that. So we're about to go into a new year, 2019, and with that usually comes new goals, um, new hope, new inspiration, hopefully motivation. So the end of the year is a good time to dig a little deeper and see how you grew. And also take a look at where you want to grow. Something that I love to do and I'm going on my fifth annual year, is choosing a word for the year. And it was kind of intimidating at first, and talking to other friends, they find it even more intimidating trying to figure out what word. Um, And I just really have to approach it with um, just asking God for a word and asking him to lead you to the word. And then so all of a sudden, like, it'll just come. You will just know what your word is. Just trust me. Don't question it. When you question it, you overthink it. You don't want to go there. Um, (laughs) So basically, you choose a word for the year. And then from there, it's kind of like a big year-long journey about that word and how you grow in that word or what you realize about that word. It's just really awesome to see where God leads you with that. And it kind of just brings in a new hope for the year as well. Um, and just an eager expectation that something really cool is going to come out of it because you put that intention in. Um, And so if you really haven't had any goals for the year or you've never tried it, maybe pick a word for the year and see how it goes. Um, It's really, really good to go into the new year with new intentions and something to look forward to um, and something to grow. And plus, um, it really just pushes you to hear from the Lord more and set aside time and quiet time. And sometimes you might feel like you hear nothing and other times God just downloads tons and tons of things. And that's awesome. For example, my word for 2018 was brazen. And I didn't really know why, of course. And that's kind of how it starts. You were like, why this word? And I was like, I don't even know what this word is. It just popped in my head. And so I looked it up. And it originally meant bold without shame. And so actually reading in the Bible, the word brazen was not a very good name. Like it kind of meant like bold without shame in like a bad way. But I felt like God was just telling me from the beginning, like, no, we want to redeem that name. It's not meant to be a bad name. Like, I want to make you bolder, Christina, and without shame. Like, which means the opposite of shame is actually honor is something I learned too. And so basically that led me to being bold and the honorable things. So with brazen having to do with shame, it led me to look more into what shame really is and how we all deal with it to some extent. And I found um, getting rid of shame in my life and these places and things from the past that I didn't even realize were there was a big part of the plan God had for me. And I was like, whoa, I never would have got that um, 
Like, it's just such a unique way that God used this word. And learning that shame also means believing or feeling wrong about who you are. And so, (laughs) if you have shame, like, any kind of shame, like, ask God to go after that and get that out. Um, Because if you feel wrong about who you are, that means who God made you to be. Then that's, like, a really bad foundation to have. Um, So, that was huge. Um, And then going back to honor being the opposite of shame, I found out that humility is the prerequisite to honor. I might have mentioned that in one of my first podcasts, um, but that was really awesome. And again, just focusing on like everyone is valuable and like taking the focus off of myself and treating others the way I want to be treated and, and all that kind of thing. So that was, it's been a really good journey this year. Um, from that word and just growing more bold in the honorable things and finding out um, just what God wanted to do with that. So I really, really, really encourage you to try it. Try it at least for one year. I really don't think you'll be disappointed if you put some effort into it and ask God about it and don't give up and go along on that journey. I also would love to know if you have any unique um, New Year plans or inspirations or motivations or um, things like that. I love learning about new ways to go into the new year and new ideas, so drop a comment or if you know me personally, send me a DM or a message or a text or something. Um, And thank you so much everyone for people who left comments. It's so encouraging. Uh, I just want to leave you guys encouraged. So if you have any ideas for podcasts or if you would like to join me on a podcast, um, drop me a comment or a message or something. All right, so I will pray us out. Thank you, God, um, that you know, love, and care for us so deeply from birth, from the womb, before we were even born. God, that you have good plans for us, that you have a hope and a future for us. God, will you just... um, instill such a confidence in in the people listening right now god that just to know how deeply known and loved and valuable they are god will you let them um just take that as their foundation god and for those who who are aware of that just drive it deeper and deeper so that it just so impacts their mission and all of their relationships help them to help all of us god just to focus more on on others, but from coming from a place that knowing that we're loved and we can't do anything to mess up or push you away. Um, So thank you, God, for that. And I just pray that people leave just feeling encouraged and ready for the new year. God, will you just continue to speak to us? God, you're you're near to those and you just show yourselves to those who seek you. So God, um, let us just be encouraged to continue to seek you. And give us listening ears to hear um, you, God, and to see what you're up to, and especially for this coming year. Thank you, God, in Jesus' name, amen.